Are you kidding me? The guy asked for something spooky. Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an exactly. God, I'm awesome. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicles. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercings? <laughs> like, no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. <laughs> How could I be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. He's wishing hey, no everyone, and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. And it's appropriate. Back on! On one side of the table, we have Chomp Slap. We have the technology. The time is now. Science can wait no longer. Children are our future. America can, should, must, and will blow up the moon. <laughs> the other side of the table, <laughs> Dr. Scientist. What did you do? He's been grilling you about where circus performers go when they die. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, throughout history, the ass kickers have always known carpentry. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Harrison Ford. Welcome to Plotty Time. <laughs> <laughs> Only two examples. So, Dr. Scientist, lead us off. What have you been playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? What did I watch? I just realized Orville is back on Hulu. Oh, yeah. Is that any good? I like it. It's, I think it's more like classic Star Trek than the new Star Treks are. Is it funny, though? Yeah. Is okay. it supposed to be a spoof? I, is that what I'm looking uh, at? Or is it just a funny, real Star Trek? At first, I thought maybe it's like a parody of Star Trek, but it, it's it has the... It's more like a love letter to Star Trek. Yeah, it's more like that with a comedy thrown in. Right, okay. I mean, Norm MacDonald is a character. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. He plays a giant slime. Not anymore. Yeah, obviously. But I thought you meant like he was a character, like in the show was Norm MacDonald. I'm like, that's oh, an no. interesting move. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it does like the social aspect that classical Star Treks used to do. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? I mean, they still kind of do it, but not to the same extent. It's a little different. Okay. I enjoyed it. This new season was good. Well, as far, I don't know if there's more than the episodes that are on there, if they're coming out once a week or not. How many seasons are there? Uh, this might be the third. Yeah, that's not bad. Now's the time to get into it, I guess. Yeah. It's probably the most entertaining Seth MacFarlane's done. That's fair. Wow. What was that horrible Western movie he made? Million Ways to Die in the West or something like that. Oh, so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Speaking of terrible, Ooh. I saw a couple movies. My forte. <laughs> All right. What'd you, what'd you watch? I watched this one called Dark Was the Night. God, that sounds so familiar. That, I, well, get, I've definitely seen that. 50-50 shot, I saw it. All right. It's, uh, they're in like a small yep, seen it. rural town. Yep. And saw it's, it. knowing it's, got, it's got the guy from, oh, you've probably never seen it, The Strain. It has one of the guys from that in it. Okay. I saw the first season. But anyway. He's a sheriff and people and cows start disappearing and stuff and they find like huge tracks in the town and people are thinking it's some kind of monster in the woods okay and then eventually like the monster to starts attacking aliens. everybody no it's just monsters from the woods bianca kajlich is in it too i don't know that name yeah, she's in a bunch of things was it good do you like it uh, i am so desperate for good new spooky movies well i mean good all right, movie said I don't hate myself for watching it. You probably wouldn't hate yourself for it. Okay. Right. It, it was entertaining to an extent. That's fair. That's that's all I can ask from something is to entertain me, right? It's yeah. just a movie. It's kind of spooky at first when you're trying to figure out what's going on. And he's like, it's not monsters. It's not monsters. You know, kind of like a, that other one we talked about not too long ago. Yeah, where the guy's like, he's a recovering alcoholic. Yeah. Who's yeah. a sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. And then it finds out of someone in the town dressing up as a werewolf. Yes, yes. I don't remember what the name of that movie was, but it's yeah. like that. Oh, kind of like the, the Wolf of Snow Hollow or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That was so great. I love that yeah. movie. I mean, it's not as good as that movie was, but it's close. I also saw this movie called Panic Button. Okay. It's like these people all are, they win like this. They're told they win this trip as like a social media thing to go on a plane to the uh, United States or something. This, yeah. Like they start asking them personal questions on the plane and they're playing these games and like. And they threaten their like family members yeah, and shit. And yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus. It, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Thumbs up. Thumbs yeah, up. thumbs up. Watch it. Panic button. Yeah, it's hmm. definitely not cool. bad. Yeah, they're supposed to like take a trip to New York and then they like their the voice on the plane starts going over their like social media accounts and stuff and Yeah. Like, why did you say you And then you figure oh, why'd you thumbs I didn't up? like how it ended. Yeah, the end was pretty bad. Yes. Yeah, the rest of it was good. Stupid. Yeah. But uh they're like, Why did you put this thumbs up on this guy getting killed on this one Twitter post? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking weird. But yeah, it was pretty good. All right. There you go. Panic button. Uh, <laughs> panic button yeah watch that one too if you got nothing else to do uh, what did I play I finished Indigo Prophecy oh how was it what do you give it now that you finished the whole thing it's pretty good if you can get past the controls yeah okay but I like the way it, it was I mean it wasn't as shocking as it could be but it was still pretty good well, I last time it. I think you said there were some twists were there yeah, more twists yeah. well like, not so much, but it definitely uh, ends up at a place I didn't expect it to when I started the game. Okay. That's okay. I mean, I'll take that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and as long as you can beat all the QTEs, it's not that bad. You should try it if you can find it. It's an old school thumb. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then I, after I beat that, I started this other game called Backbone. Backbone? It's, uh, <laughs> it's just people making funny and you got to stand up for yourself. There's no people. <laughs> it's a bunch of like animal people. They're like animals that walk around the town and... And you play a private detective, and you get hired to go do something. I played a lot of games like this so far. So like that chicken one. Yeah, it's not. It's kind of like that one. Interesting. But I'm halfway through, and I'm enjoying it. It's comedy, comedic. No, no, it's it's extremely dark. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I gotta look at this one. Because there's like random. You're like sitting in your office, and this random like otter comes in. She's like can't find her husband, and she thinks he's cheating on her. And then you go end up finding out, and you. It's it. Okay. It ended up pretty dark is where I am at now. <laughs> all right. So okay. it's pretty, I'm enjoying it. Pretty good. But that's all I did this week. What about you, Papa Scotch? What did you play, watch, do, you know? You sh- Thanks for asking. Uh, there was something I watched that I completely forgot to talk to you guys about. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't mention this. Okay. But have you guys watched the show on Hulu, like the limited series, The Dropout? No. no. Uh, do you know the story about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos and all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. Dude, that is fucking insane. It's insane that people believe it. Is it a documentary? It's it's like a like a biopic type situation. Right, like right. it's it's Amanda Seyfried, shout out, Allentown local, yeah, yeah. by the way. Uh yeah, she plays Elizabeth Holmes, who started this company. She was like a brilliant gut person, like went to Stanford, quit it, like dropped out at 19, started this company where the idea was there would be this like small device where you could put a drop of blood. Oh, and yeah. it would run like the gamut of blood tests for you. Yep. And they just kept lying. It's amazing to me. Well, once you start. <laughs> that people believed it and didn't. Oh, well, the future is now, man. Why not? It's. I think it was it's more absurd. of a thing where people wanted to believe. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's a bunch of FOMO. <laughs> yep. It was a fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they assumed they would do. And then at some point, they started actually processing tests and misdiagnosing people in, like, Arizona and another state. I forget which one. 
Were they just making it up? Yeah. They yeah. would they would get the blood samples. Supposedly you were supposed to put it in this device, but the device wasn't ready and like Walgreens in- invested a bunch of money in them. Yeah. Temporarily they were sending the tests back to their lab and then they would take it and then just run it through any other lab blood test machine that everybody else was using and then give the results <laughs> or have and they had fucked up results. Well, they didn't have enough blood yeah. was the main part. Oh. Yeah, cuz it was supposed to only take like a drop. Yeah. Yeah. The full gamut. Because, I mean, I don't know if you got blood taken recently, but they take like four or five vials of it. I did. I ju- just. Yeah. Tuesday. They, yeah, they take a lot. <laughs> yeah, they take a lot because they have a lot of tests they got to run yeah. with all that blood. It's a vial for each test, pretty much. And then every, anytime anyone was like, hey, I don't know about this, they would just get sued or, or litigated out of oblivion and just the bad will behind these people is fucking insane. Yeah, that's fucking And they nice. all just acted like this is how Silicon Valley works, guys. Yeah. Just, fake it till you make it that's it was terrifying <laughs> so is it good series or? oh it's it's phenomenal i would i if you don't know anything about it definitely watch it well now you know everything about it <laughs> not elizabeth holmes who still hasn't been sentenced yet her business partner Sonny, he right. has been sentenced and got like hit with like fraud and all yeah, kinds of stuff yeah. and is going to jail for a while oh yeah that's where it ends up but that was it was great, and I would suggest watching it. It is a bummer, so. Well, if you already but know. If, if you want to see someone lie to themselves so fucking hard that you that it's absurd, check it out. Yeah. Oh, that's. Did you ever watch Doctor Death, Papa Scott? No, I haven't. Which one's that? It's it's a show that was on Peacock, but it's similar okay. to that. It's a real story. It's about and uh, Pacey plays it. Fucking Joshua Jackson. Oh God, yeah, I'm I'm seeing the poster. I, th- I think I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but though. you should watch that too because you're like, it's another situation. Like this actually happened in real life, and I cannot believe that it has happened. <laughs> yeah, dude. When we were like kids, or growing up in like high school or even college, I just assumed that there was a system of checks and balances. Apparently, there isn't. No, like uh, at all. There's nothing. There's nothing. And if you know the people who could possibly prosecute you, you don't go to jail. Yep. That's the world, man. It's That's wildly fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll get off my high horse and talk about, uh, not to be that guy, but very recently I had a birthday. Whatever. Happy Loser. birthday. Thanks, guys. That was so nice. You didn't wish me a happy birthday on mine, so. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't fucking tell everyone about it. Does so, uh, uh it was it was my day to pick what movies we watched. And I'm really not the kind of person that like picks a movie I know my wife is gonna hate and make her suffer. But this time <laughs> we'll see how next year goes. <laughs> but uh it was a movie that I love and she'd never seen, so we watched Motherfucking Point Break. The original, the original? I hope. The OG point yeah, you break. Know, okay, obviously. the new one's terrible. Yeah. That's... How did she never see that? I don't know, but she liked it. She thought it was good. Oh, it is. It's amazing. It's one of the best films that... It's one of the best pieces of American cinema from that decade. Best pieces of American anything. You go... <laughs> anything. <laughs> Any gamut of, of art. Independence, point break. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Declaration of Independence. And then right after that, you've got... I don't know. Point break. Point break. All right, sure. I was trying to think of another piece of American art, and I literally couldn't do it. So that's probably there's, not there's, so, there's so much of it, and you couldn't even come up with anything else. I know, right? You could have picked a movie. You could pick an, like an album, a piece of art, some <sighs> theater. Yeah. Well, no, like okay. Hamilton or okay, something got, like that. But we got the Declaration of Independence. Right. Right. Yeah. Then we've got Twin Peaks. 
<laughs> the strip club? <laughs> Any form. all The whole gamut. But yeah, that movie still fucking rocks. It still holds up. It's still fucking great. Well, it's insane, but it's fantastic. Yeah. Based on a true story, you know. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a lot like it's a lot like Theranos. <laughs> and we also started watching on my birthday. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's on Netflix. If you haven't watched it and you like this universe, check it out. Uh, we started watching Ash versus the Evil Dead, the, sh- the TV show again. Yeah, I tried to watch it when it first came out, but I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I think the first season is kind of weak when they're setting stuff up. Yeah. But then it gets to the point where and I, I honestly believe this to those of you who have seen it. It ended amazingly. Like, you don't get to say that a lot about TV shows. Yeah. But it ended fantastically. Really did. It was one of my favorite endings of TV in a long time. Okay. So, go check it out if you haven't. If you like Evil Dead, you're either in for Evil Dead or you're not. Yeah. Like, you know who you are. But if you haven't seen it, check it out. And then I also finished Our Flag Means Death. (laughs) Yeah. Which, uh, I didn't know. I mean, it's a comedy. It's a comedy. I told you guys about it. It's about the British guy who has a family and is like, I need more excitement. I'm going to be a pirate. And he fucking dumps his whole family. Just fucking leaves and buys a pirate ship. None of his crew respect him. It's fucking great. But this is existing at the same time as Blackbeard. So Blackbeard comes aboard his ship and then he and the captain like fall in love. Oh, yeah. And it's like like an LGBTQ plus story. And it's great. It's really great. Um, I would highly suggest it. A lot of great actors. Very funny stuff. Hmm. And it's it's good. It's good stuff. And then for... That's all I watched that I really feel like talking about. Uh, but what did I play? I didn't play Call of Duty. Ooh, I'm proud of you. Didn't play Grand Theft Auto Five. You didn't play anything. I wish I just said, <laughs> I played fucking nothing. No, I I didn't know what to do. I had all these games in front of me, and I said, fuck it, and I started playing Control again for PS5. It's a great game. It is such a great game. I I forgot so much about it. it. It's so good. Like, the objects of power, the AWEs. God, that's a good game. That's fair. I mean, it's like six years old now, but play it if you haven't. Control is great. It's free with the PS Plus, right? Yes, it certainly is. And it's like the full DLC, DLC. all that stuff. It's great. Check it out, people. If you haven't, it makes you feel like a badass real fast. I also, uh, when I was playing it, I just invested all my money into uh, the launch ability. Nice. It's the only thing you need. That is the best ability. It's so easy. It's so easy if you just put all your stuff in. Even if you don't upgrade your health or your energy at all. As soon as you can pick up other people and throw them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Especially when they're like low on health. Yeah, because you kill them instantly. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I remember... Like when I was playing it through it this time, I remember the anchor with the clock spewing yeah. ball of whatever. That was. I remember ass. failing at that so many times. Yeah, I did too. And I did it like the first try. Like I'm flying through it. I think I'm three quarters through it by now. Shit, maybe I'll play it again. I'm gonna play the DLC too, just because. Is it updated for the PS5 or is it still just PS4 version? No, it's I. Ooh, I'm pretty sure it's the PS5 version. Oh, nice. Yeah, maybe I will play it. It's great. Check it out if you haven't. But that's all I did. How about you there, Sir Chump Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, I tried fucking level five again a couple times on Returnal. How many times did you beat it? It sounds a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, put, I turned off my PlayStation. I haven't touched anything for like the last four or five days. Quitter. I, you got that I had mad. to fucking gotcha. go away from it, man. 
I don't know. It was just... You can just go running through and unlocking stuff, and maybe that'll help. I don't know, but I was just trying to upgrade weapons and stuff. Is it one of those games where, you know, you get hit with this huge impossible thing, and then when you finally beat it, you just feel like you really lucked out into it? No. Like, Okay. No, it's just like, well, yeah. Well, actually, it is, because you could have a good run where you actually pick up good guns and good parasites and whatever, but it's all random, and every run's different, so. Sometimes I open the first door, and I fucking get slaughtered, (laughs) and I'm like, (laughs) God damn it, there's the whole run. Sometimes I go for like an hour and a half. I don't know. How how long is a run are we talking here? Well, actually, probably like half hour to an hour, maybe. It depends if I'm going slow, if I'm fucking killing everything, or if I'm just trying to get to the point where I need to be. I don't know. These days, like the idea that I could play video games for an hour or an hour and a half and not progress at all. Yeah. Like that kind of gives me anxiety. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I only have so much time to fuck around here. Yeah, you do a whole run, you have to like beat like three different rooms to get the keys. So you beat two of them and then you're like, all right, man, I got this. I'm fucking there. You go to the third way and you just fucking walk into a room and get slaughtered. And you're like, God damn it. How'd I miss that? But, you know. Okay. Maybe I can come back to it this week. I don't know, but it's fucking, it was enough to irritate the shit out of me. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those things where you try, 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 fail, 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 put now it away for back. the night, come yeah. back the next day and do it the first That's time. That's what I'm saying. I had to put it away for a couple of days. I'm like, all right, let me just fucking relax. I'll open some magic cards instead. Yeah. I'll play with some magic, see what happens, get annoyed at that. <laughs> cool. But I, I watched a couple movies. Trash? You never do that. What's what? What do you mean? You I know it's, it's weird. I don't know. You guys got Hulu? Fucking watch Big Trouble in Little China's on there. Ah, oh, it's amazing. What a great film. So fucking good. Compare and contrast it to Bernie's Weekend at Bernie's. It's actually good. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, I know. Well, well, they're both fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we got <laughs> the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend at then Bernie's. What? Then what? Then I'd say Big Trouble in Little China, and then Point Break. And then Weekend at Bernie's? It's in there. <laughs> I mean, Big Trouble in Little China is so good, I can't get mad at that opinion. I, I think, can't. I don't know. If I had to go which uh, one I'd like better, I'd say Big Trouble. Uh, I think I'd say Point Break. I'm See? not a huge fan of Big Trouble. I think Point Break has more rewatchability. I don't know, man. I can watch Big Trouble in Little China anytime, any day. Fucking, I got my patch right here. Check this. Hold on. I got my patch. Oh yeah, I got yeah. the vinyl. I popped it on too. Boom! Right on my backpack, I got the Drop Express, Express, Express logo. Nice. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Gonna have to get me one of those, or like a decal for my car. Perfect. The pork pie Express was no pork chop. Pork chop Express. Jesus, I think I never saw this shit. Yeah, right. But then I watched some other movies. These are newer. <laughs> you guys ever see Life? Which one? With. Jake Gyllenhaal, Ryan Reynolds is in for a little bit. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the Martin Lawrence. That's what I thought he was going with. I'm like, goddamn right I have. That <laughs> I was like, who didn't see that? I said these were newer movies. <laughs> you're right. You're right. All right. The one in space? Yeah. Yeah, that's what, uh, yeah I've seen that plenty. I've seen it a couple of times. There's like a life form on the space station. Yeah. They're like, okay, we can't crash back to Earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, but, I enjoyed it. I mean, everybody knows I love space horrors, so... Oh, is it a horror movie? Yeah. Well, kind of, because they're just like, there's this crazy life form and it starts about, fucking shit up. About halfway it breaks out and tries to kill everybody. Yeah. So they're like, all right, well, we got to fucking 
shoot it away from Earth. Most badass part is spoiler. The end. He, no, I thought. <laughs> well, that's pretty good too. Yeah. I thought when he broke all the muscle, the bones in that guy's hand. Oh yeah, that looked fucking wild. That was pretty neat. Yeah, it's a really, it's a good movie. Watch it, definitely. It's been out for a while. I'm gonna check this. Out. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it has to be twenty teens, maybe. Yeah. Uh, 2017. I'm looking at the yeah, IMDb here, but it looks. I I remember hearing about this. I don't know how I just missed it. Yeah, I don't know. It was on something. Maybe Hulu or fucking HBO. Yeah, and uh, the guy from Helix is in it. Hiro- Hiroyuki Sonata. Yeah, it's good acting too. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, that guy's been in so many things. Yeah, he's so good in Helix too. I should watch that again. And then I watched uh, this. I think it's a German movie. I'm not sure where it came from. It's called Privilege. Privilege. Okay. It's about this like pill that these these kids take like their parents put them on it's like kind of like a riddling thing it's like oh give them this pill and it's gonna fix everything privileged privilege the privilege the privilege yeah there you go das privileg is the original title yeah so it is german or oh yeah i did i i saw das privileg But it's it's dubbed. Oh, then I definitely didn't see it. I just love the, I love the write up here. A wealthy teen and his friends attending an elite private school undercover a dark conspiracy while looking into a series of strange supernatural events. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty much what it is. And then they figure out like it's something involving this pill. They find some crazy fungus, and then there's it's demonic. There's some weird fucking ritual shit going on. It's it's pretty fun. I'd give okay. it a watch. Yeah. Starring Horst Jansen and Roman Znika. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> and holy shit, Max Schimmelpfennig? <laughs> the director? No, no, no. He's Finn Bergman, if you remember oh, that character. Oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but <laughs> seriously. Take it. Yeah, I do remember that. The Finn. Privilege. Yeah. yeah. I'll add it to the list. It's fun. It's a good time. I got, I got pretty far down the list to go, though. But that's pretty much it. That's all I got. I really should start, like, just taking things off the list of Looking that up. you're never going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't remember what half these names are. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think one of you talked about it a couple of years ago. <laughs> Dude, I've been trying to watch Grabbers forever, but I can't find it anywhere for free. What's Grabbers? It's like the aliens the, and it's some pegs in it. Fake. And if you get drunk, the aliens can't hit you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's not, it's, is, it's like, is this a Tremors universe? It has to be. Right? Sounds like it. But it's Simon Pegg and there's like. It's like a Tremor spoof. Kind of, I guess. I think it think it's Simon Pegg's in it. Maybe he's not. Grabbers. <sighs> Maybe I don't know. When an island off the coast of Ireland is invaded by blood sucking aliens, that one? Yeah. I I don't think Simon Pegg's in it, but I just assumed he was. I've seen Ooh, that. Ooh, I do have AMC plus. The heroes okay. discover that getting drunk is the only way to survive. Uh it's on Oh, you need a premium subscription. Yeah. Grabbers on the list. <laughs> Hey, there's a YouTube video of it. Oh, really? I'd never look at YouTube for it says movies. full movies English. <laughs> nice. Any hoodles? Let's go on to video game news slash stuff. It's the news, <laughs> and you need to know what's going on. Papa Scotch, let us know. All right. Remember last week we were talking about EA's terrible tweet where they said that, uh, you know, single player games blow. Yeah, no! I do remember that. Fuck EA. There are 10, but they only like single players. Oh, yeah. The meme was dead a week ago. <laughs> it was dead two weeks before that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. So, um, uh, apparently, this has led to a whole bunch of very angry people that still work at AA. EA. AA. Oh. Shit. At, a- at EA 
uh, talking about how they feel devalued, and it's a whole internal thing oh, right now. Jesus Wasn't that an op? Christ. Yeah. <laughs> They're still talking about it. No, it's, it's it. the second layer of the op, dude. <laughs> you get it, man. Now, this is where EA tries to step up, make themselves look like the good guys. Exactly. Oh. It's the hero complex. Now they're like, actually, the people that do work for us are good people that don't like this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but they were saying how, like, th- this is the part I understand. Look, you put a bad tweet out, just fucking own it and say shit. Sorry. Yeah, Fuck right. Up, right. Instead, they blamed a whole other company that doesn't have anything to do with EA well, that might have. Is the whole other done company the do their social media for them? <laughs> well, I guess because they have it wasn't their quote social media team that posted it. Then why were they even on your social media then? EA? That's a Answer that's what everyone's question. asking. That's what everyone's like. Well, then what's the point of having a social media team if they don't do your fucking Twitter? We should have a social media team. We do. <laughs> they just got Let's the Twitter a- password. <laughs> Before that, we're getting a producer that edits this bullshit. That's that's higher right. number one, by the way. But uh, yeah, they uh, came out and said uh, the most agreed on idea was to take responsibility and apologize. The most agreed on idea. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, like, I'm gonna write that down and use that. Well, it was funny because originally they the EA retweeted their own tweet, the bad one, and yeah. said roast well deserved. We'll take an L because playing single player games actually makes them an eleven. Who okayed that? Who said, Who said the, that oh was fine? God. I, I hate this whole story. I hate well, that the whole meme was dumb. <laughs> there was one that was good. If I can well, remember. it says here, it turns out EA's official Twitter account isn't run by anyone from EA or its social media teams. It's likely that the person that tweeted this had no idea how poorly it would be received on. Why don't we just ask who did it? Why are they like, it's a fucking mystery. It's like a fucking JFK assassination. Yeah, how could we possibly... No, give me the uh, we'll Zapru- never get to the bottom of it. Give me the Zapruder f- film. <laughs> That's all I need. Can't you just go on Twitter and see all the devices that are logged in and figure out who the fuck tweeted it? Yeah, yeah. see which one tweeted it at, was logged in at that time. Come on, man. Well, Christ, that is probably- it's, all, it's all part of the op, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, what would is that the next step of the op to make EA look like the internal people that work there are the good guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's something about stocks <laughs> going up and down. You guys don't get it. It's stonks, I think. Oh, yes, yes. It's very complicated. So then in other news, big news, God of War Ragnarok has a release date. I saw that. By the end of the year. Coming November 9th this year, the dad sim from Santa Monica Studio. November 9th this year. Fuck yeah, man. That's going to be sick. For both PS4 and PS5. I might have to play the first one again. It takes forever or else I do it. (laughs) Yeah, right. I, I thought it was a very great, great example of how a single-player linear game got turned into an open-world game, and I didn't even notice. Yeah, take that, EA. It's single-player. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> but uh, also, in other news, they don't have a release date, but they did release that the Callisto Protocol is coming out in 2022. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know. I'm weary about that one. Yeah, I am, too. I saw it for I'm... pre-order, and I was like, ah, I was like, no, no I'll watch. Yeah. I'll wait. A weekend because I'm not going to play it the first day anyway. No, it's I'm at the point now where if I get a game on release day, like it's going to be at midnight the night before, which I'm fucking asleep, or it's going to be maybe the earliest I'll play it is after work that day. Yeah, exactly. Which I probably won't because I'm an adult that has shit to do. So I'll probably play it later that night. And then I'm like, well, why am I buying this day one? Why don't I just wait a couple other days? It's not like I got nothing else to play. Yeah, exactly. But God damn it, I really hope it's good. I really hope it's good. So do I. I hope it's at least spooky. Oh, 
I need a good horror spooky game. Right. And then in other video game news, did you guys hear that Lollipop Chainsaw is revving up for a remake in 2023? I fucking heard, man. I am stoked uh, about that. Not a too. sequel? And they couldn't get the original music either. Mm. I'm I'm hoping that it turns out to be, you know, the start of a sequel. You know, like they this testing the water, seeing if people like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope so. But yeah, that was what that was one of the very few games. I think that I think there was another one. But I remember we did it, we covered it, we talked about it, and then I went and played it. Yeah, it was fun. It was a, fun it was a lot of fun. I'm excited for a remake. And then in even more news, oh, there's gonna be a new Terminator. And RoboCop game coming. Together? Yeah, it's a Terminator separate, and RoboCop game. Oh. Ro- oh. RoboCop Rogue City is aiming for a release in June 2023, and there's already That's interesting. a gameplay trailer out for it you can check out. Yeah, does it look good? It looks pretty good. I'm just hoping it's not like a multi... What is... Well, God, what do we call it? Multilateral multiplayer games? Yeah. <laughs> MLMs. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's... Nice. As long as it's like a first-person shooter, I mean, it looks fun. It looks like it's going to be gory as shit. Oh, sweet. No, it's got to be a third person, right? All the video they showed us first. Do I have to know anything about the backstory? It's the cop who became a robot. Is it rebooting the whole series? I don't know. It's robocopping the whole series. It's robocop. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Almost. I don't know. Cut that out. Cut that out. (laughs) Cut it out. Keep it No problem. I'll remember to cut out. Note. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's supposed to come 2023, and I don't know if when it takes place in the RoboCop lexicon. All right, fair. Is it canon RoboCop? That's all I want to know. I don't know if it's canon RoboCop, but it looks fucking sick. I'll say that. Well, it that looks works. Sick. It almost. I don't. I dare to say, but looks it like kind of looks cyberpunky. Oh, a I little bit. Finish that game. <laughs> Not like the game Cyberpunk. Just <laughs> oh, okay. a lot of neon and. Light going off, so there's a lot of heads exploding. Oh, like Blade Runner. Yeah, a lot of cool shit. <laughs> Got it. And then the Terminator project, which is called Terminator Survival, that's coming out later. They they only have like a reveal trailer. It's gonna probably be 2024. Yeah, whatever. I'll forget about but still, it. Still, I just I just really want a good Robocop and a good Terminator. That's game. just a weird. It's a weird one. It's a weird annu- announcement. Yeah, these two fucking movies Together? from yeah. Play this cyborg or this robot. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Straight cyborg. I, I'm, I mean, and then uh, Peter Weller's coming back to do the voice, yeah, so that's he, fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then last piece of news, which I know, Dr. Scientist, listen hard, because I know you're going to love this. Oh, NFTs. Oh, about NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about the Polium One console? The Polium One? Is that the NFT console? The Polium One. It is the Web 3 console. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous, right? It is the next generation console for Web3 gaming. What the fuck is Web3 gaming? It's made up. Is it an NFT thing? It is an NFT thing. Web3.0 is an umbrella term for a series of transparently obvious scams. (laughs) From from the delusions of cryptocurrency to the embarrassment of NFTs. It really doesn't mean anything. And if you see anyone using it, you know to steer very, very wide. Okay. That's that's the write-up it got from Kotaku. (laughs) I just love, love the next line. Polium, a company of such renown that it wasn't able to able to get the Twitter handle <laughs> <laughs> with just one underscore after the brand name. Oh. So it didn't get the name. It didn't get the name with one underscore. It had the name with two underscores. <laughs> Man, this is going to be great. It's like for the thing, you know, Web3 stuff, payments, and you could pay for things like crypto and NFTs. That's fucking it. Yeah, it's laundering money scam. 
They are part coming of. in 2024 launch for the backers and 2025 for all us other poor fucking assholes. Oh, stupid ones who didn't back it. <laughs> you may still have a chance. <laughs> that fucking they were asked what games are going to be available on launch, and they're like, "Games? What? We're talking to a bunch of people, bro. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that was the extent. Hurt. He's not lying. That was the quote. <laughs> It'll have games. Yeah. Next games? question. Yep. <laughs> it's a console of course it's gonna have games yeah but like what kind of games what next are question at? Games. games that's for sure you're gonna be games <laughs> god these fucking clowns oh I love it <laughs> I can't wait to see that documentary five years from now <laughs> when they're all on fucking trial for yeah. fraud just faking it till they make it with it the, at least Theranos had a goal in mind eventually right these people are like fucking NFTs bro you know what I'm saying <laughs> Get in on it. <laughs> I mean, I got to respect the hustle at least a little bit because they're just, they're like, hey, money's a made up construct that we all just believe is real. How about we just make up another? Yeah, because yeah, like, money is real. No, it's not. Did you ever try not having money and getting it stuff? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Don't real when you try and buy something. <laughs> but that's all we got for video game news slash stuff. Oh. How about we get into it? How about we talk about the game? Let's fucking do it, man. Yeah, it's a good I mean, one. It's better actually. than last week's. You think? That's that's a low bar. Yeah. You don't know my score. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're talking about the game Resistance 2. Nice. Which we covered you the can first go back. one. Yeah. We did. You can go back. You can listen to uh when we did the first one, which I should have probably, you know, should've. mentioned it and looked up ahead of time. Episode nine? Yeah. Ninety. <laughs> Ninety. Oh, either way, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, October 22nd, 2020. I didn't remember anything about it. I listened to it, so I remember what happened in the first one. This guy is in it, the character. That's all I know. Yep, takes place immediately after the first one. Before that, though, I got to give you some stats. Like, the game was released on November 4th, 2008. Ooh, I remember that day. Me too. Uh, number one song in the country. I don't know if I even know this one, but... I might as well give you the clues. Right. First one, this song was parodied by Weird Al Yankovic from the digital EP Internet Leaks and then later on his album Apocalypse. Yankovic's lyrics describe a man wooing a girlfriend with gifts that she may want. However, in light of recent economic problems, these are inexpensive or economical options such as clipping coupons or going to dinner at Burger King or McDonald's. She's a gold digger. No, incorrect. Gold digger. <laughs> All right, clue number two, note taken. The song speaks about a man who can buy a woman whatever she asks for and encourages the woman to ask for anything she wants. A pop rack song contains a sample from Redemption, the opening and closing theme song from the film Rocky II. Uh, 50 Cent. Give me that money. It's a good guess. Good guess, but you're both wrong. The song is Whatever You Like by T.I. Oh, I knew I'm that. pretty sure I don't remember that song at all. How is no. that number one? Nobody remembers it. Yeah, right? 100% of the people I know that think about the song. <laughs> well, the good thing, though, is that you're definitely going to get the number one movie. Oh, sweet. Uh, first clue, sweet it's, home a sequel. it's a sequel to the animated 2005 film. This movie had two of its lead actors, Ben Stiller and Chris Rock, both record every one of their lines for the movie in one day. Chris Rock and Ice Age 2? Close, but that is incorrect. Really? That was close? Uh, Actually, yeah. Ice Age. Nailed it. No, it's a second clue. <laughs> the story is mainly inspired by the Lion King, mainly myth Wakunga's jealousy over Zuba being the alpha lion, lion and two. taking over that position eventually where he doesn't Madagascar really do a good two. Job. 
Madagascar 2 is correct. Of course it is. Chris Rock voices in that? I guess so. Duh. <laughs> November 4th, 1875. Mm. The passenger steamship named Pacific collides with the sailing vessel named Orpheus of Cape Flattery, Washington. How ironic is that, huh? 236 people. Survived. Fuck. Died. <laughs> They're dead. They're not coming back. From a collision of... Two fucking boats. Yeah, it's crazy. I guess that, yeah, I mean, you drown. Yeah, I mean, one, a boat hit a fucking iceberg and drowned. Hitting well, the boat didn't boat. drown. The boat did. It's still underwater. It's still breathing. Oh, wait. It was released for PlayStation 3, <laughs> developed by Insomniac Games, published by Sony Computer Entertainment. It is a sci-fi FPS, and I picked it, so if you guys don't mind, I'll just hop into this. Please. Fucking go at it, bro. So I don't have too much as far as the backstory. Basically, there are what they thought were aliens called the Chimera. Mm -hmm. They were fighting in Europe. It's kind of like an alternate reality World War II, but it takes place slightly before and after. And the big reveal of the whole thing was that the Chimera Towers, which caused the virus to spread and control the soldiers, were actually underneath the ground for... 10, 15, 20,000 years. They've been there forever. Yeah, they were digging them up. It's a lot like the Tomorrow War. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to take your word on that. All right. <laughs> no? All no, right. you never well, saw it? It was a good movie. Was, was that the one with Chris Pratt? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot all about that shit. Anyway, <laughs> so you're playing the character Nathan Hale, same guy from the first one. You were infected by the Chimera virus, and it takes place immediately after Resistance 1. That's where we're at when we start the game. Mm -hmm. Uh. You get captured by the Special Research Projects Administration, the SRPA. Serpa. Led, led by a guy named Major Blake. Right. So then uh, you fight him off, but you're eventually drugged, and you're off to Iceland to quarantine before you head back to the States. Uh, Blake mentions that, hey, everybody involved in Project Abraham goes through there. And, you know, I will tell you more when you get there. Don't be worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much. Yeah. He, this, this picks up right from the end of Resistance 1. Yeah, because you're just walking away at the yeah. end. Now someone just came and picked you up. Absolutely. And then on the way back, you're about to get to Iceland. You get shot down. Classic. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we shot down our fucking train? Helicopters are always getting shot down. Yeah. That's the thing about helicopters. So then you get crash land in Iceland, Iceland, where you're at. And in desperation, Brake released. Blake released <laughs> Daedalus. <gasps> he... Didn't want to though. No, they they wanted to put in an input uh, input code to kill him. Yeah. But in order to do that, you had to remove the safety protocols. Of but course. When you did that, yeah, of course. He escaped. He Daedalus was waiting for this. So Daedalus escapes. They have to kill a big bad guy. They get off the base, and then on the helo back, Blake tells Hale that he's part of Project Abraham, like you mentioned before. Mm -hmm. This is a covert operation that exists to create human soldiers infused with the Chimera virus, and it's based out of San Francisco. These these warriors are known as Sentinels. Perfect. Yeah. Which, I mean, so in the first re Resistance game, and even in this one, humanity's getting their ass beat hard. Yeah, they are. Super hard. If you remember from the first one, they were just going through Europe, and now... Yeah. Well, they're not to America yet. They're close. Or are they? Two years later... <laughs> May 15th, 1953, your buddy, Dr. Malikov, which I don't know if he was in the first one. I don't think so. I don't think so. But he, uh, you, you hear him talking when you're supposed to be in, under a coma, and it's like he got, he has to get his inhibitor treatments, otherwise it's real bad. Yes. So <clears throat> the the inhibitor treatments, they constantly have to get, or they'll turn into fucking Chimera. It's a whole thing. It is a, it'll come back later. It's yes. foreshadowing. 
So then Hale is now a lieutenant at the San Francisco base of the Sentinels. He has control of Echo Squad, which consists of three other guys. Wouldn't it be like Easy Company or something? But whatever. No, it's Echo. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You've got Sergeant Ben Werner, Specialist Aaron Hawthorne, Corporal Joseph Capelli. The only one of any real note that we actually deal with is Joseph Capelli. Right, right, right. But immediately after you wake up, the base is breached, and you fight one of the big Chimera water villains, which they call a Kraken, which is fun. Mm -hmm. You blast him with a pulse cannon. You get to the surface, and you find out that the Chimera are rolling into San Francisco. You know this because, obviously, fucking Golden Gate Bridge is right there, getting destroyed. Oh, yeah. And, like, nobody saw these ships? The ships just appeared there? Well, I, mean, I don't know. Fly, nobody right? saw them crossing the oceans? Just, I don't know. They just just say. <laughs> like, popped up. I mean, I think we're just supposed to get the idea that they are steamrolling humanity. Yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting that you didn't know. Did That's you, all I'm saying. Did you play this, Papa Scotch? Yes, okay. I did. I mean, I played it back in 2008 when it came out. Yeah. Right. But I noticed this was before I started. This was a game that had trophies that I didn't care about the trophies. Oh, you better play it again. Oh, yeah. You better go back. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You could play it probably uh, on uh, Plays Plus. Yeah. I mean, it's a good game. I don't have anything against it, but. Yeah. Right. Anyway. And then, anyway, the base is breached. You kill the Kraken. You're about to leave, and they're like, oh, you need to go back and get the inhibitor. So you have to go all the way back, get all those, and then you eventually kill the Kraken. You leave. Whatever. This is like the first countdown section of the game oh yeah there's constantly countdowns or thing you got to do or or, mm-hmm. or the world's gonna end if you don't do this one little thing <laughs> it's great constant high stakes in this game so now you're moving through the pacific northwest and you're supposed to track a damaged chimera flagship in Oric, california mm-hmm. and then you're driving there immediately get ambushed by the chimera and Shocking. damn near every fucking soldier in the convoy is dead yeah it was, more, it was a slaughtering yeah, immediate badass. total slaughter, which happens, if you guys remember from the first game, all, all the time. time. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. constantly. And then the mission is now to destroy a ship that has been disabled. So their engines are down, but they're still hovering, and you got to go destroy it. So you fight through Auric, and then you and Echo Team steal like a smaller spaceship, and you fly up to that big ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very Independence Day. Yeah. I got oh, that yeah. Big Independence Day vibes. And then you reach the bridge of the ship. Hale finds out that the Chimera are planning to attack the Liberty Defense Perimeter in Twin Falls, Idaho. So I guess there's this huge perimeter that's keeping all the civilians in America safe. Makes sense. Yeah, really wasn't on the other side. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. And then Hale in sets Idaho. the charges. The ship blows up. They escape the ship with no time left, obviously, because there's massive tension. Like, it's blowing up. They have to jump off it, obviously. Yeah, it was a two-minute countdown. Countdown number two. <laughs> you, have, you have a clicker here of all the countdowns? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There were a lot, though. It was it's like the ball and strike counter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then they take the stolen ship, and then they head to Twin Falls to assist. I guess commandeered. I guess it wouldn't be stolen in a military setting. No. They're, it's an alien ship. I mean, <laughs> I mean, either way, it's stealing. Possession is ten-tenths of the law. That's true. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> here, just now. So on their way... To the defense towers that have been disabled to try and get them back up and running so the perimeter's not completely fucked. They get shot down and spread out in Twin Falls because they get no. shot down again. <laughs> and then it was right in here at some point. I didn't remember or note exactly when this started happening, but Daedalus starts talking to you telepathically. Yeah. Because if you remember from the first game, you're infected by the virus that makes Chimera, but you're somehow sort of immune to it. Well, it's because you've been taking your inhibitor Well, that helps you, but you were kind of immune to it in the beginning. Kind of. (laughs) Either way, uh, the hive mind of the Chimera is able to use that to talk to you. 
Right. And like try to convince you to be like, just give up, man. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, just give up. Yeah. It's called it's just depression, really. It, there wasn't yeah. even another voice. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. You're fighting the chimera, and then the whole time depression's just like, just come on, man. Just go to just bed. Lay down. Just, just fucking lay down. Just fucking lay down. Just die. It's fine. God, that's sad. So so you fight through Twin Falls. You eventually get to the towers. Fight your way up just in time to activate the sky turrets and start blowing up shits that were starting to get through shits. Just blowing up ships. Same thing. Yeah. That were starting to get through the perimeter. And then the rest of them are like, oh, fuck. And they turn around, they leave. But one got through. Oh, no. And then someone on the radio, I believe it's Blake. It could be Blake or Marikoff. They're like, hey, you need to take your inhibitor treatment, bro. And you are ordered to get your ass back to base. So he shuts off the radio and heads towards Bryce Canyon, Utah, to stop the rogue ship. Is he trying to save Malakoff here, too? Yeah, you got to go get Malakoff. Yeah, because Malakoff is in Bryce Canyon, but no one's heard anything. So Yeah, so he disobeys the orders to go save Malakoff. Yeah. yeah. So they land in Bryce Canyon. They fight their way into what was called Station Genesis to find Malakoff. Theodor. Theodor? Theodor? Theodor. Malakoff. (laughs) And then all the troops, his escort, they're all fucking dead. And the place is overrun with Chimera, you know, so it gives you something to shoot at while you're there. Yeah. And then you keep fighting till you find Malakoff and Daedalus turning on the Bryce Canyon Tower. (gasps) And then in this huge elevator ride exposition... We get a lot of information from Malakov. He says that Daedalus was once Private Jordan Shepard. <gasps> yeah. No. He was actually one of the original Sentinels in that program. No. Like one of you yeah. guys? Yeah. But the problem was, he was injected with pure Chimeran DNA. How, what could go get wrong? The fuck out. Why would they do that? Yeah. And then get this, get this, get this, get this, get this. What, what? Did they do Malakov? that to anybody else? <laughs> Malakov tells him in so many words. That the same is going to happen to you, Hale, if you don't get those sweet, sweet inhibitor treatments. Oh, my God. So Hale has straight DNA just like the other guy? Can you fucking believe it? Well, I mean, he was infected in the first game. Wouldn't he have already had it? Yeah, right? It's just infecting him with more of what he has. But I guess he wasn't injected with pure Chimera DNA. He was like... He just infected with... Oh, he had those... Oh, God. He had those fucking little... Like Chimeran beetles jumping, running into yeah. his mouth. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Holy that shit. And it was supposed to turn him into Chimera, but he survived. That's right. So there's something special about his DNA or genetics or something that also works as an inhibitor. So that's why he's not turning into like a Daedalus looking motherfucker? I guess, or not doing it immediately. Yeah. All right. But I guess, you know, there's a clock. Time ticking. makes fools of us all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you motherfucker. Beautiful. <laughs> So uh, you fight through a whole bunch of swarm of bugs. You fight titans. You reach the surface. Daedalus talks to you again telepathically about just, you know, stop resisting, bro. Like, what's the big deal? Just chill. I'm, we'll get you on a beach. We'll get you some little yeah, drinks. I'm activating these towers. Let that happen. You know? It's like you're already too late, man. What are you doing? Yeah, come on. What do we do? Come on. Just come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Two words for you. Two words. Come on. <laughs> oh, it makes a good point. So you eventually evacuate. You head to the Chicago Tower now to disable it thinking that, oh, this is deep in the heart of Chimera territory. They're not even going to fucking see it coming, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the logic here is amazing. Beyond me, I guess. Yeah, speaking of one-man army, I know you're in a squad of four people, but this is the most one-man army shit. Mm -hmm. Possibly more one-man army than Rogue War. (laughs) Yeah, I said it. I said it. Oh, this game's way better. I mean, let's not get ourselves. So, squad lands briefly, and then Capelli is pissed because... 
you chose to go to the Chicago, you being Hale, chose to go to the Chicago Tower instead of getting your inhibitor treatments. And Capelli says, well, listen, buddy, friend, <laughs> uh, when you turn, which is going to happen because you're too dumb not to take your treatments, I'm going to kill you, bro. And why That's what's going to happen. Why isn't Capelli turning the same? Capelli's not infected. He's a sentinel. Well, he didn't infect every one of them. They said all the sentinels were. Oh. I don't understand this part either because they said that all the sentinels were infected, but then they made it sound like in this moment, they made it sound like Hale made the decision for all of them yeah. and said, none of us are getting the treatments. We're all going to die like this, but we need to save the world. And then later they're like, oh, well, it's just you. You're just the one that didn't get the inhibitor treatment. Yeah, exactly. That's what I didn't understand about that whole thing. I don't understand that part either. I, but in this moment, I guess Capelli's really pissed. And I assumed that it was because none of them are getting the inhibitor treatment. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, he was, he maybe he just really hates him. He's like, I can't wait to fucking shoot you, dude. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Once you turn, You're a dick. Maybe I want to get some R and R. Did you think about that? I don't want to go to fucking maybe Idaho. There are other teams out there that do special things. Yeah. So Hale orders an attack on Chicago. His condition's getting worse, obviously, because he's not taking his inhibitor treatment. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Echo fights their way through the streets of Chicago. They fight this huge fucking Godzilla-sized chimera, bro. They kill the rocket launcher and explosives on the sky bridge. Oh, the one that keeps picking you up and you yeah, shoot throwing in the mouth. you around. That's what throw it <laughs> yeah. around town means on my nose. Yeah. Yeah. Not squeezing you to death. Just picking you up and be like, ooh, and then throwing yeah. you lightly. Maybe. It's so stupid. Maybe they didn't see them coming to San Francisco because they were coming from the other way. If Chicago's already overrun. Maybe. I don't know. Like nobody's telling them because it's all, everything's been overrun yeah. too fast. But I'm just saying you could have seen it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, they're look, pretty fucking big, yeah. <laughs> but it was an underground base. At the, so, whatever. Uh, yeah, we should also mention, I guess it's a little late, but uh, this game takes place in the past, but in the timeline of the game, we've had Crimean technology for a while, so it's kind of like a hyper-advanced technology of the time. Yeah, this takes place in like 53 or so. Well, yeah. in the world, the United States didn't, well, the United States government hid it from the people for a while, if you remember That's from true. the first game. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Either way, it's like, it's imagine World War II steampunk. That's kind of what we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then while you're fighting this thing, like rockets and shit don't kill it, but then there's like, you drop a little fucking Skyway bridge yeah. on it, and yeah. that, that fucking kills it. Yeah, it just didn't really fall with much weight. Yeah, I know. It was so It's kind of like barely hit you, hit him and broke, and then the guy was dead. <laughs> yeah, those are usually made to be a little bit lighter on the lighter side. <laughs> yeah, it just got a, oh, it was a bad cut in his head. <laughs> I just assumed the bridge was built by those fucking red dudes from Fraggle Rock. Oh, yeah, the dozers. Dozers, <laughs> there we go. Couldn't think of their name. Man, those things looked delicious. Anyway, so. <laughs> they're made of radishes, dude. Yeah, radishes, man. But they're like clear and white. I know. Radish like kind of radish gross. sugar. I don't really. Why like hasn't some sugar. nerd on YouTube made that? I'm sure. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. <laughs> now that I, I'm a hundred percent positive they surely did. I've never seen the video, but I'm a hundred percent positive you are correct. All right. So the Camaro have started rebooting their network of towers, <gasps> and then Malakoff disabled the Chicago Tower. They're like, oh sweet, finally we got some time. But <laughs> instantly reactivated. Yeah. Instantly reactivated by Daedalus. Uh, he was in Iceland, I guess, and he Yeah, how did he there. get to Iceland so quick? Wasn't he just in fucking San Francisco? Yes, he escaped San Francisco, then went to Iceland. Yeah, okay. That's weird. I guess. I, yeah, I, well, I guess there are alien ships everywhere. You can yeah. just jump on one. Yeah, it could talk to you from wherever. Yeah, okay. So they're about to breach the tower. The SRPA has this whole fucking big, huge assault. Everyone keeps dying. 
Blake orders a retreat. Echo Squad's like, no, fuck it, bro. We know Daedalus is here. We're going for it. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> so they all agreed to do it. They go in. They they enter the tower. There's an ambush immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and our boy Hawthorne, RIP, gets torn in half by an invisible chimera. Yep. I thought Daedalus got him. With like no, a- Daedalus got the other, not Hawthorne, the other one. Because they both Warner, died. Yeah, Warner, yeah. they they die pretty quickly. Oh, I did write Daedalus kills Hawthorne. I thought Daedalus yeah. did it. Yeah, he Hawthorne got killed by the spikes or whatever. Yeah, Daedalus killed Warner right in front of you. Okay, I mean they they both die like it minutes it apart from each other. Yeah, well then doesn't Daedalus just fucking kill like almost kill Hale too? I don't know what happened here. I think he gave in the video I watched. He just gave him like a bunch of brain data. Yeah, he stabs him in the chest. Does he? Yeah. Then, well, yeah. either way, he gets fucked it's up. Six weeks later in Louisiana. Well, do you want to take this over, tough I'm guy? Just like, <laughs> I'm just saying, holy shit, yeah. I remember it just... Well, I actually wrote, Dallas kills Hawthorne, then D- Dallas kills the other guy. Yeah. But it does not matter. They're both yeah. dead. Yeah, but then he yes. stabs the Hale. All right. And he stabs Hale, and then it goes to black, and then they just say later, hey, Capelli saved your life. That was a close one, right? Yeah. Yeah. No idea why Dallas didn't just kill fucking both of them standing right there. Somehow Capelli got him out and saved his ass. So six weeks later. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Dietl's wants to kill you. Uh, he, he does say like you could have been more, and then just yeah. Of- well, he almost kills you. And uh, just so you know, from what I can find, I don't see any re- real life radish towers on YouTube. <laughs> it's good to know. Good to know. Yeah, glad I didn't put money on that. Shush. Hey, I, I would have. I, I wouldn't have that. taken that bet. Exactly. So Malakoff informs Hale that your condition's irreversible at this point. He, you were in a coma for a while. He tried to find a cure to reverse it. It's not happening. I just want to say, he tells you he kept you in the coma yeah. so he could look for the cure. Yeah. Okay. And then he tells you you only got like three hours to <laughs> He's live. He's like, well, if you're going to wake you up for the last three <laughs> yeah. hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I didn't understand that. Because you were in a coma for six weeks. Yeah. yeah. And he kept you in it. Because, uh, I don't understand. He's like, I, I, I mean, I would think at one point, like maybe the halfway point, wake him up and be like, dude, I'm trying. I got nothing yet. Maybe I'll find something. Yeah. How about you make this decision? Exactly. He's like, no, just like you have three weeks and three hours. But no, he waits three more weeks. <laughs> yeah. So he has literal like three hours yeah. before the infection consumes him and he becomes Chimera. Oh, that's brilliant. But hey, man, why not go out in a blaze of glory? Right. Exactly. So Capelli arrives. He's been off doing missions, I suppose, in the six weeks you were out. Right. And then he tells you that the Chimera under Daedalus have moved to the Midwest. They killed 80 million survivors. <laughs> now, I looked at the numbers of human beings. Yeah. I don't think there's 80 million people in the Midwest. At the, U- at the U.S. at this point in our timeline had about 160 million people. So I would I would say, you know, pe- the fighting was happening in Europe. People came to the U.S. That number got inflated. A lot of them died in the cities. I'm willing to let the 80 million number go. I'm pretty sure here he says there's only 3 million left. Yes, they killed 80 million, and then the <laughs> 3 million remaining went to the refugee camp in Louisiana. Right, right. But they're going to starve if Hale and Capelli don't succeed in finding Daedalus. Yeah. Because yeah, he's taking over all the towers by now. I don't think Louisiana's a good... Choice. <laughs> I think I think I'd rather get turned into a chimera than go to Louisiana. <laughs> Especially the part of Louisiana they were. It was like a cartoon version of yeah, what Louisiana. Yeah. There was like the bayou, fucking <laughs> the single there was house the, in the middle of the swamp. Right, and it was one of those uh, like colo- like French colonial ones yeah. that you see in every southern plantation ever. Yeah, it was crazy. That's exactly what it looked like. I mean, if you're not, if you're curious, you know what it is. You know what exactly what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was it was ridiculous. So 
Blake's team left behind a fission bomb. You secure it because, you know, they're all dead. Except for Blake. I guess Blake made it yeah, right. without his bomb. But you find him. You load the bomb onto the, another stolen Chimera transport oh, a ship. fission bomb. That's what I called it. I thought yep. it was a vision bomb, and I was like, what the fuck's a vision bomb? <laughs> I was like, whatever. It's supposed to blow up, right? Yeah, it's a nuke. Yeah, but you got the gist. You yeah, put yeah, it on yeah. the ship, it blows up. It we makes a lot goes. more sense that it's a fission bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I just love the idea of you saying, a vision bomb? Okay, whatever. <laughs> and just moving on. Because <laughs> I, I wrote vision bomb, question mark, question mark, and the next thing after is just, they load up the nuke. Yeah. Yeah. And then they fly to the Yucatan Peninsula to find Daedalus. Right, because so, some reason there are all the ships are there. Yeah, because all the yeah all the Khmer ships are there. And then Daedalus's army was converging on the Chicxulub crater yep. in the Yucatan right, Peninsula, right. which I absolutely had to look up how to pronounce it. <laughs> You've never heard that before? Proud of you, though. Oh, it doesn't... It's 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 these these uh, Southern American words with X's thrown in the middle. I just I have a problem. <laughs> That's <laughs> it don't fair. Don't make sense to me. That's fair. So I have to look it up. And then. Uh, arriving by the ship, Hale, Capelli, and Blake infiltrate the ship with the fission bomb. The idea is to detonate it near the central reactor because if they do that, it'll create a big Bingo enough explosion spot. to destroy the whole fleet. Blow up the reactor. Yep. But it's not that easy because Blake and his team are intercepted by the Chimera and they're all murdered. Oh no, so the Chimera gets the bomb? They take the bomb right to Daedalus. Smart. Hale enters the core... Some fighting goes on. There's several boss stages, whatever. But he kills him via an electrocution. <laughs> he looks at the corpse, and then someone gets Daedalus's psychokinetic abilities. I was kind of unclear at this point. Yeah, he like he absorbs something from him. Yeah, like, and then this the, isn't the whole time he's fighting him. Like Daedalus is just like, dude, this is good for the whole universe. Stop. Yeah, humans suck. What are you doing? We're fixing this shit. And you're like, no, I'm stealing your power. Yeah, and then you just get his soul. <laughs> I don't understand what happened there but they prime the bomb ships get blown up hale and capelli escape at the last minute the last countdown yeah I, this is where i wrote infamous stuff happens here because you're just shooting people with electric pulses and stuff oh like yeah you got crazy psychokinetic powers yeah. of some sort yeah and then you just murder everyone but the ship escapes and then it crashes obviously because the, no ship can fucking stay skyworthy in this fucking series. well it's because of the nuke the emp yeah. it does, killed it that actually made sense. Yeah, to the me. vision bomb did it. <laughs> so now, last part of the game. Capelli wakes up. He's like, "Hey, what the fuck? I can't you fucking land it?" And he turns, and Hale's not there. Mm-hmm. He walks outside the ship, and he sees Hale just staring off in the distance, doing a weird shake. And he's like, "Ah, oh, shit." Hale is actually looking into the sky at several planet-looking structures, like tiny moons. Mm-hmm. And uh, Capella's like, God damn it. And then he sh- he's like, it's an honor. And then blammo. End uh, of the game. It's great. Great ending. This is just the beginning, Hale says. Yeah. What a fucking bummer of a game, dude. Didn't we recently have a game that ended this exact same way? Killzone 2, maybe? Where they were all like, they took over that one fortress and they're like, oh, we did it. And they just saw all the other forces coming to him and the game ended. Yes. Something it was like something. That. It was something similar or all the, all the bombs went off or they... Launched all the bombs or the, all the planes were taken off. But yeah, yeah, Killzone 2 definitely had that yeah. big palate, palatial fight at the end. And yeah. then it's like, oh God, we didn't even do anything. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's it. That's the game. We did it. We got through it. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and just roll right into final thoughts. Let's fucking do it, bro. Yeah, we're going to start with you, Dr. Scientist. Uh, Wait, did you start last week? It does not matter. All right, well, it's as your long turn. As it's not you. <laughs> okay. Fair. Yeah, well, it's your game. <laughs> So, Dr. Scientist, mm-hmm. 
Uh, did watching this video make you want to join the resistance? Nice. Uh, did the story work for you? Or was it a bunch of nonsense? <laughs> I thought you were going to say pissed pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It made sense in my head. Shut up. <laughs> and then what score out of 27 stars you'd throw two pence? Fuck. Good one. I'm going to re-edit that in. I'm going to re-edit something clever. <laughs> Doing a voice completely different than yours. Like Boom. Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> Like when I did that Eminem impression. Yeah, that was great. That, you, that was an Eminem impression. Yeah, uh, I'll do it again if you need. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to hear it. Hey, everybody! I'm some genius out of some shit. Pretty good. Fucking rules. Uh, if anybody sends us a list of impressions, we'll do them. <laughs> would I play, episode? Would I would I play it? No, it's not my thing. Did the story work for me? It just seems like so much boilerplate at this point that we've done so many games like this that's not the point it's outside of other games but it's not it's just trite <laughs> it it gives you a sense trite. of foreboding and like you're fighting against something you can't beat which is not something that always happens in these games i guess yeah yeah but it's just all right i gotta go blow this up and then i'm in a plane crash here and i blow something up here then i take this plane somewhere else that crashes and i'm out for a month I come back and blow this thing up at this other place. They're like, well, no, that one didn't work. Go to this other place. Then you crash on your plane ride there. Right. It's just so old and uninventive. I'm just tired of it. But is it as good as the other resistance? Probably. I think they deserve the same score. (laughs) So I'll I'll give it five stars. Right. It's five times better than I thought uh, Rogue Warrior was. (laughs) All right. Seems a little Fair. low, but it's, uh, no, well. it's it's a logarithmic scale, my scale. Yeah, we don't. It, it yeah. makes sense. Okay. Okay. There you go. That's a big fiver. It's a big fiver. So, how about you there, Sir Chumpslap? What's up? Uh, did watching this video make you want to join the resistance? <laughs> <laughs> did the story work for you, or was it a piece of junk? Yeah. Okay. What score out of 27 sorrows do you think you could make sense? All right, all right. Nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. Did it make me want to play? Uh, not any more than any first-person shooter. <laughs> I mean... Exactly. Yeah, it was... There's nothing special about it. I don't remember the guns being that crazy or anything, so... Did you play it too? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think I might have just played the first one. If I played that. Anyway, I kind of kind of would play it, but no, it didn't make me want to jump up and put it in sure so i wouldn't join the resistance but i'd be a couch resistor <laughs> <laughs> hey they need all types yeah right did the story work for me yeah i guess as far as it's just a continuation of the first one it's just sure. coming to america and fucking everyone up over here and i don't understand if you got the fucking medications in the beginning the inhibitor treatments when did you even have time to put them, give them to someone else or get rid of them? And why couldn't you just use them? You had the scientist with you the whole time. Did you need special types of what? I, mean, I didn't understand. Could they not travel? Like, what was the situation That's what I mean. with yeah. these things? Like, why couldn't they just do it on the ship? They were fucking taking, they were going from like San Francisco or Idaho to Iceland. So they had a couple of days on a ship, you know, or, or day. Yeah. Why couldn't they just do it there while they were flying? I don't know. It didn't make sense. And I didn't understand why the other people weren't changing, why nobody was really worried about it. Mm-hmm. I like I liked yeah, the that was a That was a big thing in the first one, like trying not to get changed by the... Yeah. 
I did like the ending. I like how he's like, well, I told you I'd fucking kill you. Here you are. Jerk off. Should have took your inhibitor treatments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, mm-hmm. here's your fucking final inhibitor treatment, bro. And then shot him in the face. They should have said that. <laughs> he put the needle in the end of the gun <laughs> yeah. and shot it into his face. Beautiful. Kind of like it did in uh, Dark Sector when he jammed the needle in that guy's neck. Yeah. 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 I fucking hey, man. I was thinking more like Phantoms when they showed the needles at the end of the gun. But, you know. Right. I don't know what I gave the first resistance, but I thought this one was a decent, good. Was, I had a good time. I don't regret watching it. So I get, I'll give it a seven. Pretty average for first person shooter, end of the world types. Yeah, that's why I gave it a five. Yeah. We, we have sliding scales, but we know how it works. We know. It's, it's working. So let's just right. kick it over to Scotchy, the man of the hour, the man with the plan. We hope. The resistor himself. I, oh, oh, did this? Oh, that was terrible. Did this video make you want to join the resistance? <laughs> Perfect. No notes. <laughs> was the story really good? Or did you piss your pants? Or yeah. Or was it a pair of pissed pants? <laughs> <laughs> and out of twenty-seven stars, how many do you give this at a glance? That easily the best one that's been ever out of the three. Damn it. Four years that you guys been doing this. That's the best one. Uh, I will say before I give my score that you gave the first resistance exactly a seven as well. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so good job. All right. Uh, okay. Did the story make me want to play it again? Um, not really, just because what, what I couldn't get by, and I know I should, I'm not going to hold this against the game for the score, but I remember this era of first person shooters. Everything was so fucking brown. Right, right. Everything had the same color scheme of brown on brown on brown. What do you think the 50s look like? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> brown, you ever see I the guess. TV? Yeah, man. Fucking A. So, uh, would I want to pl- this I don't want to play it again. No. I mean, the story, I like the idea that it ended as a complete fucking bummer, that they told you exactly what's going to happen at the end, like 30% through the game. And it still felt like, oh, shit, really? They're going to do that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. And then they do. Because yeah. you think he's the hero. Like, he survived the first one. And now he's, like, more chimera. He's probably more badass. He's just got all these superpowers. Right? He's survive forever. And they're like, nope. Click. Boom. Done. Yeah. So I did kind of like that about it. Yeah, I thought that was neat. Um, I like the settings, but they kind of did all sort of just blend together. And at some point, they just became, like, the Louisiana Town cartoon character of themselves. Yeah. Uh, characters were really nothing to shake a stick at. Malakov had a good personality, and so did uh, Hale, I guess. Capelli's was, his whole personality was anger, but at least it was there. Everybody else just didn't need to exist. Yeah, in this game. exactly. They were just faceless soldiers. Even if they had a bunch of lines and were in your squad, they didn't matter as much. But I will say, uh, out of my final score out of 27 stars... I'm also going to give it a seven. Mm-hmm. I think it was better than resistance. And I liked the idea that resistance ended as a bummer and the chimera taking everything over. And you're like, oh, time for us to fight back. Oh, they're not going to take down the whole U.S. <laughs> oh, they did. Oh, they, they did. sure did. Real easily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not looking good for team resistance. I do vaguely remember finishing the story and being like, fuck, man, <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't look good. So, yeah, I, I'll, I'll give it a seven. And that gives us the final score of 19. 19. Holy shit. That's really good. Well, it's because we just did a three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, right. That give, uh, one point less than Dark Sector. We gave Dark Sector a 20. We gave Dead Space 3 a 22. Mm-hmm. And then if we go back even earlier this year, we gave Red Dead Revolver a 20. So yeah, that's company it's right. keeping. Man, some of these games, it seems like we did so long ago. 
I know, right? <laughs> Red Dead Revolver. Well, that was like season one, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was March. <laughs> but uh, if we got nothing else to say, let's go ahead and move into our favorite thing every week, which is <laughs> Dr. Scientist's classic 90s album, Lock of the Week. Put another nickel in the 90s Nickelodeon. Perfect. I, no notes. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, what you could say is your 90s album recommendation of the week, which you give us every week, and it is always rocked and been fantastic, and you've never let us down. This week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? All right. We got a fourth studio album by this artist. Ooh, artist. Yes. Singular. It's a singular. Seal. <laughs> That's your guess? Quentin Connie. <laughs> no. Kiss from the road. Yeah, right. That's the only song I know. Yeah, it's pretty, I'm going to have to remember that one. Uh, this artist often wrote lyrics about racism, police brutality, poverty, and politics. But one of his uh, most defining moments is when his album was blamed on a youth in Texas shooting a state trooper. And Dan Quayle criticized the artist by saying, there's no reason for a record like this to be released. It has no place in our society. Ice-T. Album. No, it's wrong anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two live crew put him on the glass. Nope. I'll give you another hint on who the artist is anyway. He died seven months after this album was released, but his most famous concert is from 2012. One of his most famous. Tupac. Yeah, it's Tupac. All eyes on me. Oh, he should have a point. All right. Yeah, I I went to stuck in with one. I stuck in with one. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great album. Yes, it is. It's a very good album. Two discs. Classic. Has a uh, California love on it, which everybody knows. I was like, does it have hit him up? No. <laughs> I wish it did. That's a great song, too. That is a good song. It's got, uh, what the fuck? How Do You Want It? How Do You Want It? Two of America's Most Wanted's on it. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to fucking. Trading War Stories is good. I Ain't Mad At You. Classic. I, I still can't believe that he was only 27. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like, even when we were at that age, it felt like he'd been around for... Well, he had fourth out, his well, fourth studio album. Yeah, his fourth <laughs> yeah. studio album was in 96. It was February 13th, 1996. I don't know if I said yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. And you forget that he was also in Digital Underground before he was a rapper. That's right, because he showed up in fucking Nothing But Trouble. Yeah. Remember that movie? <laughs> yeah, he's a backup uh, singer. He was a good actor. Yeah. With he, Humpty, Humpty, what's it, do the hump to hump. He's do the Humpty. Yeah. Hump. Probably my favorite rapper. He's an excellent lyricist. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was going to do out on bail, fresh out of jail, California dreaming. As soon as I step on the scene, I'm hearing Hoochie screaming was going to be the quote. <laughs> well, there you go. Tupac Shakur, all eyes on me. That's going to take us into our favorite segment of every week, which is Search Up Slap. Who would win in a fight? Who's going to win in this fight? <laughs> Every week we ask Chump Slap three who would win the fight questions, one from the game we just played, one from gaming in general, and one from history. This week, the game, I mean, we didn't have too many really electric characters we could choose from. No. So I'm just going to go with Warner versus Hawthorne. Ooh. I'm going to go with Warner. I mean, he did last longer in the game. Not very much longer. Probably like 20, 30 minutes in real time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Warner wasn't the guy with glasses. Yeah. Hawthorne had glasses. I Hawthorne think. just seemed like he was built to die, you know? He was born to die. He just read, ran headstrong into fucking stupid shit. Oh, God. That's the name of our first special Born to Die. <laughs> <laughs> 
Perfect. Yeah, but that, yeah, definitely. Hawthorne would have died. He, he was, yeah, born to die. Perfect. There you go. Hawthorne's fucking out. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Now, from gaming in general, a heavyweight battle. <laughs> One corner, we got Crash Bandicoot. Okay. Heavyweight? Heavyweight. Because in the other corner, we got Rayman. Oh, Rayman. I know which ones I like more, but I don't know if he'd want to fight. Was Rayman. Was, he doesn't have arms or legs. He just I was going to say, like he wasn't connected, right? Did he have a neck? I don't know. Or was he just like... It was It was like all not vector, connected, yeah. Like Vector Man. Yeah, kinda. sort of. Yeah, I'd have to go with Rayman because I don't understand how that works. <laughs> I don't know how you could kill him or even knock him out. I think Rayman's the more fun game to play. That helps. That's fair. I don't think I've ever played Rayman, but I know Crash Bandicoot's fucking hard. So there you go. Rayman. He'll take Rayman, it. he's got the W. Yep. All right, fine. Now from history... Elvis versus Johnny Cash. Who do you got? <sighs> Could they both lose? No, they cannot both lose. You I'll go with Elvis then, because I just, I don't know. Something about Johnny Cash just rubs me the wrong way. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's because his last hit was a fucking Nine Inch Nails song. You mean the Nine Inch Nails last hit was a Johnny Cash song? No. Oh, Johnny Cash's shit. last hit was a Nine Inch Nails song. Oh, shit. Wasn't it hurt? Shit. Like right before he died? He might have been dead at the time. Still, so, no, it was like right before he died, yeah. Yeah. And that was directed by, oh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the same guy who did like the Nine Inch Nails Hurt video. Yeah. And he did the- The Hurt video for fucking Johnny Cash. The same no, guy who did Hurt Locker. <laughs> I, I'm I'm drawing a blank. He did I Wanna Fuck You Like an Animal, that song. Closer, yes. Closer. He did Closer video. Yeah. And it was a fucking Nine Inch Nails song. Fuck you, Johnny Cash. Get out of here. Mark Romantic. There it is. I'd rather, I'd rather take my- Dead on a toilet, Elvis. I think he could have kicked yeah, Johnny Elvis Cash. Elvis was out. a piece of shit. Yeah, well, so was Johnny Cash. No, not really. I don't like either of them. That's what I'm saying. They should both lose. It, how about like a like Superman versus Doomsday? You know, they both kill each other with one punch at the end. Boom, that's how it ends. Yeah, but Elvis was friends with Nixon. Elvis was not friends with And anybody. I'm pretty sure he didn't like black people. I'm pretty sure he was an alien, an uh, ancient alien. Fucking great. Johnny Cash wins. That's the end of that. So... <laughs> Oh, is that what we were talking about? That's uh, what we landed on. So let's say uh, someone had a bunch of words that they wrote and put together and sentences and thoughts to form complete ideas, and they want to send it to us. How would they do that, Sir Chompslap? Well, you just send it to applytime at gmail.com, and, you know, I'll, I'll check it out. 100% guaranteed response rate. We're still waiting on your fanfic about him getting weird with, I don't know, a bunch of video game characters we talked about. <laughs> If they want to get to us faster on the socials with fan art of that, where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram and Twitter, and stop by the Reddit and uh, do the fan art thing. I don't know. Yeah, draw a picture. Yeah, about yeah. Chump Slap and Papa Scotch playing Hungry Hungry Hippos on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> Perfect. You could also maybe, I don't know, submit it to us. Maybe we'll put on a t-shirt for our store, which you can go to at PlottyTime.com. <laughs> we haven't made a new t-shirt since the uh, Durfing one, so we got... <laughs> I forgot about that. So did I. <laughs> you can still buy your derfing shirts right now. They did not get taken down yet. Uh, so that does it for us this week. As always, shout out to Blaine J, Drago the Slago, Hamman, and Luis Guzman. He's in our hearts forever. Don't trust Dr. Scientist, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Surf's up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>